In 1900, a male laborer worked about 10 hours a day, six days a week, for about $1.50 a day. But when women and children worked for even less. Children as young as six-year-olds were hired to work in mines and factories. They were hired because the employers knew that they didn't have to pay the children as much for their hours of work. They could also fit into smaller places to fix the machines that the adults couldn't. Women weren't paid as much as men were. The employers would penalize them if they worked too fast. One buttonhole maker named Rebecca August got her pay cut in half because the supervisor realized how many buttons she could make in a day and how much money that would cost him overall. This supervisor stated, It was an outrage for a woman to make more than $25 a week. When she tried to protest against him, he fired her. John Spargo wrote a book called In the Bitter Cry of Children in 1906. He stated that children laborers were enslaved children while they were working at the textile mills. They were doing work that was so difficult, even adults wouldn't have been able to do it. Most child laborers never attended school, and they could not read. Mothers sent their children to work in the mills because it was the only way their family wouldn't starve. In 1903, an investigation was held because the workers of a mine had a strike against it. One nine-year-old boy said that his father had died working in the mine. Once he was old enough, he had to start working there too. Since his father still owed money to the mine company for rent, the child now had to work to pay off his father's debt. This situation and many others like it led to Florence Kelly persuading the Illinois legislator to prohibit child labor and limit the number of hours a woman could work per day. She also helped to organize the National Child Labor Committee to persuade state legislators to pass laws against employing young children. Kelly was so successful that there were 39 states that had passed child labor laws by 1912. Children no longer were forced to work at night because of the dangerous machines and conditions. Their day was limited to 8 to 10 hours. There were some states that wouldn't hire children until they could read or write. This was a huge improvement from prior years because children were required to go to school if they wanted to work to support their families. Business owners became aware of how abundant the laws that protected child laborers were. This led them to fight back through the courts to attempt to stop the new developments of these child labor laws. They did this so they could continue to hire young children because it saved them money and they did not care about the safety or well-being of these children. Imagine being a child laborer, risking your life in the mills and factories every day, and barely getting paid enough to keep yourself from starving. It would be very exciting to finally be hearing about new laws being passed in your favor so your work days could be slightly more bearable. It is true that that would be a great thing to hear. However, after having that hope, imagine then hearing about business owners, possibly the ones running the factory you're working in, fighting against the laws being passed and trying to make the work you do in the factories back to the unsafe and filthy conditions. That would definitely be very frustrating to hear about. After all these improvements were made, the Supreme Court sided with the business owners. They declared that the laws would be that the laws being passed were unconstitutional and they were overridden. This was a huge setback for the workplaces, but the workers never stopped fighting for better and safer conditions and a higher pay for themselves. All of the workers also wanted freedom of contract. If a worker has freedom of contract, that means that they had the right to negotiate the terms of their employment and try their best to improve them. This would sound appealing to the workers because then they would have a little bit of power and they could try and change how bad their job and workplace was. In 1905, the court passed a law that bakers' workdays had to be limited to 10 hours. However, 
Ross declared that the workers had to accept any conditions that the business owners required. This meant low pay, dangerous workplace, and up to 14 or 16 hours a week. It took a lot of years and a lot of hard work to get where they are today. People gave up their income, jobs, and even their lives in order to make a difference in the workplace. They eventually got through to people, and the workplace has changed over the years. Today, you can even apply for jobs in different places. Workplaces are safe, people get paid according to the difficulty of their job, and they get reasonable hours. I agree. It took many years and a lot of hard work to get where we are, but it was worth it because now most people are happy with their job and they are reasonable. Yes, the people who fought for women and children to get their workdays shorter and safer succeeded after a long period of time. Now, children aren't allowed to work until they are around 15 or 16 because that way it is safer for them to work and they are much more mature.